Hey folks, it's Jeff Fuzzy Wenzel from the Woodshed Agency, and you are listening to a new episode of Successfully Funded. Here we go. Let's turn it up. Turn it up. Yeah! All right, crowdfunders, startups, entrepreneurs, I am your host, Jeff Fuzzy Wenzel, CEO of Woodshed Agency. And if this is your first time here, let me explain a little bit about what we do. Well, this podcast is focused around project creators, typically either while they're in the in the middle of a, of a crowdfunding campaign or if they've just finished up. And the reason I like to interview these people when they're sort of fresh, and I put that in quotations, is because I want to know what they did to be become successful. And I want them to tell you what they did to become successful. That way you're getting the absolute most up-to-date information uh, from not only just me, but the people out there having success in the crowdfunding space. So that is what we do on here. Um, so like I said, I am Jeff Fuzzy Wenzel, CEO of Woodshed Agency. Uh, our, what we do is we specialize in helping startup companies navigate all these waters, whether that's crowdfunding, um, e-commerce, we're on Amazon, Shopify, equity crowdfunding, working with venture capitals, pitch decks, all that sort of stuff. We've, we've just, we have seen a lot. Um, so with all that said, what do we got coming up on today's episode? That is a great question, um, uh, sidekick host person, uh, split personality guy. See, I got to do this. I, I'm the only one sitting in here, so I've got to, I got to, I got to ask myself questions that I can easily answer. So, with that said, on today's episode, I cannot recommend more for you to sit, stick by for this interview because uh, I'm going to be interviewing Griffin McCauley here in just a little bit, and his project is the Griffin's Saddleback, and I. Uh, I got. I'll, I'll be honest. Well, let me talk about this. So this is a a two hundred page uh, book that helps you navigate Dungeons and Dragons, right? Or helps you increase uh, enhance the gameplay if you are a dungeon master. Now I'm gonna say this, um, and I told I, I told Griffin um, uh, when we first got on the podcast. Whenever I get have interviews, pretty much sort of in the in the in the gaming world, I have no idea what I'm talking about that simple. Like, I just don't know. I've never played Dungeons and Dragons. I've never even researched it or really looked into it. I, I don't, the last board game I played was the kids Monopoly version, um, you know, early in our quarantine days. Um, so yeah, I'm not, I'm not into it. So whenever I get into these types of interviews, I am a duck out of water, fish out of water, maybe is a better term. So I, you know, I let Griffin know, listen, I need you to talk to me like I'm a five-year-old. Um, and with all that said, if you're somebody who also is like me, maybe you don't know some of the stuff, or maybe you do, um, Griffin did a great job of sort of walking me through this, um, letting me understand how this book came together. And and we get into some very, very, very unique techniques uh, around crowdfunding, one of them being um, using Reddit and Discord. We're going to talk about that in the interview here as well. I mean, I, I got so excited about it. I went out and I have a – well, uh, let me actually announce this now too. We've got a private uh, crowdfunding Discord community that we've uh, I've just started building. After this interview, I researched and researched and researched. I dove in, um, and I've laid out one. So if you want a link to that, go to woodshed.agency right now. Shoot me an email. And I will hook you up with a private link that allows you to jump in. And inside of our community, we're talking about Kickstarters, Indiegogos. Um, I've got equity crowdfunding in there, what to do on these types of platforms. We've got blog posts, podcasts, digital marketing, where you're able to promote. So obviously, the community is really young. It's you know like literally 24 hours old. 
Um, but I've been putting that together for everybody out there, and I'm going to start asking people to sort of join and starting to move a lot of our conversations there because uh, I think the more that I've done research, it's going to be a huge, huge resource for not only uh, entrepreneurs, but if you are in the startup world, we're going to try to put out a ton of information and, and try to have real one-on-one conversations. Um, another thing we're starting to think about, too, um, is weekly sort of uh, – they used to be like meetups, but maybe, you know, weekly sort of teaching sessions where we're going to have sort of an office hour and whether it's myself or Sean, we're going to, we're going to go through all the different things, whether it's social media, video, uh, eat drip emails, giveaways, we're going to, we're going to focus on stuff. So again, I encourage everybody, um, shoot me an email and I will get you, um, or if you go over to the discord community, you can search crowdfunding 101, we should pop up. Um, and yeah, I encourage you guys to join. So that's a big news here. I've been working on that. Um, like I said, basically since I interviewed Griffin and he kind of uh, shed some light on it. So um, if you guys want to be as inspired as I was after that interview, uh, well, you got to stick around, right? You got to stick around. So what else is going on? Well, we're in day blah, blah, blah of quarantine. Nobody even knows anymore. Uh, we got states reopening. We've got uh, we've got some ridiculousness. So if you are at all into politics and you look around, and I'm, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to talk about a couple things here. If you go on Twitter and you see... Um, uh, the story that came out of basically out of Michigan, but then I think it got amplified and it was everywhere about the uh, the um, Michigan senator wearing the Confederate flag as a mask. Yeah, that guy um, is my mom's friend. Um, that's a guy named Dale Zorn. He's worked on every single one of my cars. Uh, my mom is currently pissed at him because he didn't come to my dad's funeral. Um, uh, and uh, he is from Ida. He puts on the Christmas in Ida that I probably have talked about on the podcast, something that we go to. Um, yeah, he's an asshole. Yeah, he's not a good guy. Um, and if you don't know what I'm talking about, just Google uh, Confederate flag, Michigan senator, you know, face mask, um, and really dive into that because it, it's a snapshot of my upbringing. Well, maybe not my upbringing. Let's not, let's not go that far. It, it's, it's a snapshot of where I grew up. And it it's just absolutely amazing to see a true hero like Dale Zorn. I'm being very very sarcastic right now, um, but yeah, I got. I mean, there's only it's like there's only. I mean, after I'm going through, I'm like, what the fuck, dude? Sorry. Oh, I should have. I'm sorry. If you got kids in the car, earmuffs. Well, I guess don't need the earmuffs now because I've already done it. So I set you guys up for failure. That's me. Send the emails to Sean at Woodshed.agency. He handles all of our. Uh, he's our complaint department. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. So, yeah. So, um, yeah. That's so. That's that dude. Um, you know. Uh, again, if you don't know what I'm talking about, go read it. You will. Uh, well, I'm assuming. I, well, I don't even know if I should assume anymore because of how ridiculous half the stuff is. But maybe you should. You know, if you want to go and and check that that story out and just know that. Um, well, number one, that guy is driving. Um, uh, literally driving. I think right now. Uh, a green big Dakota truck that I crashed. Sean, if you're listening, you know what truck I'm talking about because you drove that truck uh, to a couple festival shows um, with a trailer uh, behind it. So, um, yeah, so he, he, that's where that car landed. Sean, you might not, yeah, if you're listening, you might not have realized that, but that's where that is. And uh, just a true, true, um, amazing figure. Uh, So yeah, we got that going on. What else? What else? What else? Well, we're we're inching closer and closer for the one a potential one Wednesday away move. Um, kind of where Aaron and I sat down to crunch some more numbers. Really, just kind of are putting together 
what this potentially could look like for our 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 history. And if again, if if this is your first time listening, go back to the last couple episodes where I'm talking about potentially moving in with my mom, my whole family. Uh, but the reason we're doing it is to to try to save a ton of cash um, and either relocate to another country or talking about uh, potentially building um, like a, a, a house from the ground up, something along those lines. So. We're, we're exploring a lot of options and we just kind of keep keep diving in deeper and deeper and deeper. Another big thing is um, on my end, I'm trying to get my hair to regrow. So if you've ever seen me, uh, I'm, I'm, I look like a, a cue stick uh, or, or a cue ball. That might be a better term with just a little bit of fuzz around uh, around the ends. I mean, I could probably grow a really sweet Hulk Hogan, but I'm not there yet. But I totally forgot that I used to subscribe to, uh, it's called Keeps. If uh, not, This is not a promo for Keeps at all, but I subscribed to it. And then I took it for like, about a month and a half, maybe two months, and I was doing a lot of uh, Bikram yoga, so I'd sweat a lot, and the, the the stuff you put on your head would get in my eyes and burn, and um, it wasn't cool. But now that I'm not really doing anything right now, I have no physical activity. I'm, uh, you know, because well, I could have a lot. I'm, I'm, uh, I don't know what's going on. I'll talk about that in just a minute. But um, yeah, so I found, I found like I ordered, I had like a almost like a year supply, I think, and it's all in the cupboard. So I've been splacking that stuff back on my brain. Um, it's itchy. I'm not gonna lie, it's itchy, um, and I'm not seeing any growth, but I'm trying. You know, I'm putting some work in. Uh, it'd be nice to get, you know, some uh, some re re regrowth um, in a couple of real uh, real empty spots. Um, so I got that going on. You know, the other thing is uh, mentally, I'm not gonna lie. I, I'll tell you another thing. I'm struggling a little bit because uh, you know I lost the Bikram yoga. Um, you know, uh, that was a huge thing. I would go three, four times a week. That has that has subsided after you know because of this. And the new routines have kicked back in of of eating like shit. Oh, I just did it again. I I apologize for you you people out there with kids in the cars. I've cussed twice now. Uh, maybe I got. I'm gonna have to put the explicit. I'm gonna. Yeah, I'll mark it explicit. Uh, we got two of those cuss words in there, and um, I hope you guys can forgive me again. Send your emails to Sean at Woodshed. Listen, I'm reusing jokes already, guys. I'm using re-jokes. But um, yeah, so I haven't gotten to the Bikram in a while. That's been, that's been frustrating, and I'm starting to feel it, right? I'm feeling it. Like, I ate absolutely awful yesterday. Awful! Started with some uh, uh, deep dish pizza for lunch, a bagel for breakfast, some lasagna dinner. I, I I sat in the you know in my own depressed state in my mind last night, laying in bed, going, "What did I just do? What you know what? Now that it's I have the explicit, what the fuck am I doing? What am I doing? So today I'm fasting. Um, I've got some some tea. I'm gonna drink some tea. Um, so if somebody were to ask me what I had for breakfast this morning, I would have to say nothing uh, because I'm not I'm not gonna eat any breakfast. I'm gonna try not to have any lunch, and I'm gonna try to get all the way to dinner because. Man, did I eat like crap yesterday? And I've been eating. I've been. I've been kind of eating like that every day. I've been like, and I, and this just has to stop. Like, I gotta. I gotta find a way to put back um, focus on that uh, because uh, very quickly it has gone back to old old habits. You know. Um, but I think that's the other thing too. Is like we have a ton of food in the house right now. Like we've done a Costco um, delivery. Uh, I've done a couple Aldi deliveries and I'm ordering stuff that like, I, I just know is going to, you know, like oh, I got a bunch of I got four or five bags of potato chips or something like that. And it's just, I've got, I got stuff stockpiled. I'm not, I'm not lying. I'm squirreling a lot right now. Um, but uh, so, you know, those, those are the, that's the mental hurdles that uh, I'm currently diving through right now. Um, I'll let you know on, on a Thursday podcast how I'm doing. If if the week's gotten any better, if I'm just uh, completely running to myself into the ground, I don't know yet. I don't know yet. But um, yep, yep, that's what's going on.
Sounds exciting, huh? I hope you guys are all doing well. All right, so let's go ahead and kick it over to, over my interview. But before that, if you are a fan of what you're listening to, make sure you go over to uh, wherever you're listening to this on. Uh, there's a gazillion of them out there. I think we're on all of them. So just make sure you're leaving reviews. Um, click on the subscribe buttons. Tell on your friends and family. Just, you know, be a support. Be supportive of what we're working on here. We're putting some work into this thing, you know? Uh, I'm sitting here. It's 9.30, 9.13, Monday morning. Uh, this episode's going to go out in the next few hours. Sean's going to do some editing. You know, we're trying to put out really, really good content for you. Um, so make sure you guys can uh, can help us out a little bit by just doing those those simple things. If you're thinking about running a crowdfunding campaign in the future, make sure you go to woodshed.agency uh, and then go over to the consultation button. Pick a time to talk. Even if you, I don't want you to hire me. It's not a sales call. It's just let's dive into what you got to be thinking about. If you want even more information, you want to do it on your own, go to our store button. I've got uh, all kinds of resources in there, and I've got them marked down really, really cheap right now for the quarantine. Uh, you got a crowdfunding 101. You've got a crowdfunding roadmap where we literally walk you through everything. Um, I've got social media. We've got um, how to do giveaways. I mean, just all kinds of information over there. Pick up those courses. Um, and if you have any questions, obviously, then join our Discord channel and we can walk, we can talk through everything. So a lot of stuff out there. But um, all right, guys. So like I said earlier, we're going to dive into a conversation that I'm, uh, I, I'm, I, I don't think I'm, uh, I don't know if I'm bringing my best just because I don't really know the subject matter very well. And, uh, and, and game, anything in the gaming world, it's my Achilles heel, guys. It's my Achilles heel. And everybody's got them. And I don't know if I'm going to be able to change it. I don't think I'm going to be able to dive into the board game world and become an expert overnight just for, just for the podcast. Now, I should do that. You're right. I should do that. But I, but I just don't know if I'm going to be able to. So, all right, guys. Let's get to my conversation with Griffin. Let's talk about uh, this amazing book, uh, amazing resource. And if, if you're somebody that's into Dungeons and & Dragons and, uh, and, and, and you're playing with the fifth edition. I also learned that, too. The fifth edition. Um, but, all right, guys. Let's get to my conversation. This is when all the pressure starts to build. Everybody gets really, really nervous because they're like, "I'm on a podcast, so you can, yeah, yeah." So, you know, you shut, you shut, you shut that off. You're like, "Yeah, I'm good with this." Uh, this is like the third one that I've done recently. It's okay, fine. all right, all right. You're a pro then, <laughs> uh, so you can teach me what I'm doing here. So, um, <laughs> so uh, I, I ask everybody this. Let's jump right into it. Um, what'd you have for breakfast this morning? I nothing impressive actually. Uh, I had three over easy eggs with. Um, some sour cream because I, I don't know, that's okay. really tasty to me with, yeah. with some, with uh, some grated cheddar cheese and half a grapefruit and half of a donut. Okay. That's fancier than my last one. My last one was just, uh, nothing. I didn't eat anything. I had a cup of coffee. It's like, okay, well that's Oof. all I have. All right, let's move on. Awesome. All right. Well, that sounds like a good breakfast there. Uh, so I think we're, we're sounding good. Why don't we jump right into it? So why don't you tell my listeners like who you are and what, um, you just finished up raising money for, uh, over on Kickstarter. Sure. Um, so my name is Griffin. I'm the creator of the Griffin's Saddlebag. Um, Griffin and Griffins are spelled differently in that case, not that it matters much. Um, uh, I make magic items every day for 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons. And what that means is I come up with and illustrate and write these various bits of treasure that players and game masters can um, integrate into their game 
hopefully seamlessly based on the, um, the, the, the care that I have put into their aesthetics and how they're written. Um, my goal has always been to make things look and feel um, very much in line with official material. Like um, in, in the official books, you know, you get hundreds of items. Um, and this just kind of, th- th- this just expands on that list of hundreds of items and adds more. Um, and so I, I, I make these items every day and I post them on the internet. And uh, this, I, I have raised uh, money for printing my first book, my first hardcover book um, for, to, to house the first 365 of these items. Mm. It was uh, started, started as, as a one-year challenge and uh, I'm, I'm just, I'm keeping on going. My, my schedule's a little bit different now, but <laughs> it's, uh, it's, yeah, keep on going. And that's awesome. And so prior to, to doing this Kickstarter, everything was just digital, correct? Everything was yep. a PDF or, or just something on the internet, right? That you were Pretty much. Out. I, I, have, I have a partner um, with, a, with a really great company called The Deck of Many who I've been working with for a while. Um, and, and through them, I have um, cards, item cards that, 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 that game masters will hand out to their players. Say, hey, you know, you find this magical looking sword or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and and part of this Kickstarter was actually to expand on the um, on the number of cards that I have already printed. Um, it, it just it gave me funds so that I, I could I could pay to have um, to have them printed sooner rather than later. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, so yeah, like virtually everything was was digital, uh, but I did have a handful of cards that were already made. So walk me through how would. Um, it, like a dungeon master playing the game, kind of start to incorporate what what you were doing before. Maybe not the Kickstarter and this what you're talking about right now, but like how would they have used the sword or one of the things that you made in a random game on a Saturday night in Dallas? Sure. Like how, how would they do that? Um. So let's say let's say that that you, um that your players are uh, a, a band a band of merry adventurers uh, <laughs> who are are trying to find camp for the night. Uh, from a thunderstorm and the thunderstorm is like maybe part of some larger plot, let's say. Um, but you know, they're, they're, they're trying to find the, the cause of this storm they're, they're and they're following it, let's say, but they're, but they're camping for the night. Um, they, they, they wander into, into a, uh, into a cave, try to find shelter from the storm. And, uh, and, and as, as they're bedding down, they, they light a fire and, and they hear, um, a rustling in the distance and, and, um, through a little bit of exploration, they 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 find that there is a patrolling minotaur looking to see who is is uh, disturbing his cave, <laughs> their cave, um, and uh, and then and then like a battle will ensue, and like maybe maybe the minotaur is like is like carrying this 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 magical sword behind them, like causing this like scraping sound as he approaches, um, and then once you fell the minotaur. Uh, you'd be able to to take this sword and identify it, you know, through various magical means or, or others, um, and say, "Hey, you know, um, Bardric, you know, this the, the, this kind of sword would work really well with with how you you know defend yourself, you know, uh, depending on the fit, depending on the effects of the magical sword, or if Bardric needed better equipment in order to kind of keep up with everybody else." Um, yeah, so it, it's you know, with role playing games, a lot of it's very fluid. Um, right. you know, you, you might, you might give an item expecting one per- person to use it, but then another one decides that it would fit better with their character based on, on like their, 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 their past or their, or like where their goals are going, that kind of thing. Gotcha. Gotcha. So 
it seems like, and correct me if I'm wrong, I already gave you my sure. warning before we started this. Um, it could be anything. Like you could yeah. make something for anything. Yes. Well, as a creative myself, I find that that's actually that that sucks. Like I need a little <laughs> bit. Of a, I need a little bit of a box to be in. Sure. So where are you starting from to say, okay, this could potentially actually really be used, and I'm not going to waste my time drawing a soccer ball, or I, and maybe even sure. a soccer ball fits. I don't even know. You know, like w- like what would be ridiculous and what would be like something that could actually enhance the game and and the play and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, the good news is that is that with with fifth edition. Um, D and D, like they, they they do have some boxes, right? Mm-hmm. So so for example, that sword would fall into certain categories, and it has certain rarities attached to it. And rarities are are typically appropriate for ver- for characters of various levels. Like you mm-hmm. wouldn't give like a legendary, powerful artifact to to a, a first level character. You'd start them out small, yeah. right? So 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 based on based on those kinds of boxes that that you're set based on who you're targeting with these items, you're able to kind you're able to to adjust um, what what the item does, right? Mm. Like your, your scope. Sure. Um, uh, with, with certain things like a soccer ball, um, you can, you, you can make it so that let, let's say if you kick it, uh, the ball, uh, follows you around for like <laughs> the next minute or something like that. So, um, Silly little things like that are, are considered common magic items, gotcha. um, and th- those are typically for just kind of enhancing flavor. Let's say, hmm. you know, like making making the magical world that that you're exploring um, with with your with your group members uh, more more flavorful, more interesting, more believable, more unique. Um, so so it is it is a little bit tricky sometimes coming up with an idea, especially after I've come up with almost five hundred. Um, or, you know, like I have, I have a very vibrant community of supporters and, and community members who, who like throw out ideas all the time. And I know I work with them and, and kind of communally come up with ideas too. Um, the, these, these boxes, like I mentioned before, like mm-hmm. with the rarity and, and like things being classified as like a sword or armor or, or a wondrous item is, is, is the miscellaneous category. Okay. Um, they, they help. Um, a lot of times what a lot of times what I'll do though is is imagine okay like this is this is the kind of character that I'm looking for this is the kind of enemy that I'm thinking of um and and with with Dungeons and Dragons or with any RPG like this you know you can you can imagine any kind of character it can be a character right. from a movie it can be a character from a TV show it can be a character from a book um and you can like w- once you have these kinds of 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 starting points whether it be completely from your own imagination or starting from something that that already exists or is recognizable um you can really kind of extrapolate further and further from there so mm. um so you can come up with with like crazy musical instruments that that would fit legendary musicians like in real life <laughs> um, okay that that kind of thing, or like if if you if you see something really clever or or like reckon, or um iconic, let's say um from from a book, um like recently actually I was rewatching the Harry Potter series um and and there 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 was a, a quote in there about wands that really got me thinking about like what I want to do with wands going forward, mm-hmm. um so just like stuff like this can right. just kind of like sparks ideas um and, and just kind of ways to pursue it. Gotcha. So once you now that you've got that spark what starts your processes correct me if i'm wrong too i think you're a one-man band so it seems like you're doing a lot of the a lot of the work right so what starts to happen are you sketching something are you writing something out what, what just what starts your process 
Um, it varies. Sometimes I just start drawing. Mm-hmm. Other times uh, I'll, I'll write things first. Um, I think probably most of the time I write first because mm-hmm. um, I want to get an idea of, of like what this wand does. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the wand, let's say, um, shoots um, lava, specifically lava. It doesn't shoot like fireballs or anything. It, it just, it, it creates lava at a point that you, you know, at a, at a right. point that you can see within range. Um, and, and so I would think, okay, this is a wand that creates lava magma or like heats rock. What would that look like? You know, it, if, is, is it, is it a wooden wand or is it metallic? Is it, or is it stone? Um, if it is wooden, which, uh, which most wands are, um, not all, but you, if you, if you point let, let, let's say add it maybe maybe the the wand starts to kind of like pull apart and you can see little bits of like glowing glowing light kind of pouring out from the mm-hmm. inside of this kind of like tearing apart wand right um and so as i as i kind of i uh come up with ideas for the mechanics that kind of leads into the aesthetic or the the um design of of the item that i'm making um, because, because it, it all needs to, to have like visual and verbal synergy, right. right or right. maybe not, maybe not verbal, but vis- visual ver- verbal synergy is just something that, uh, from college. Um, and, uh, yeah, like it, it needs to all mesh together. Like you would, you wouldn't have a wand that creates lava, um, look like it belongs underwater or like in a forest with like, you know, with like leaves and stuff mm-hmm. growing out of it. It just wouldn't work. Right. Um, so, so a lot of times it makes most amount of sense to, to start with what it does, make sure that that's kind of within the realm of, of what you're going for and then, and then make the illustration. And then after that, you know, I'll, 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 I'll finish the write up. I'll say, okay, um, there, there, there's a specific way to write for Dungeons and Dragons. Um, there, there's a writing style, um, with, with various, um, uh, uh, consistent, you know, consistencies and, and precedents mm-hmm. that, that you want to follow in order just for it to make the most amount of sense and be as accessible to the most tables as possible. Um, because a game master is going to be like used to reading one particular way. You don't want to like write an item in a completely different format. Right, right, right. Um, and and accessibility is always something that I'm really keen on. So, um, so so after after I come up with like typically bullet points, I'll make the illustration, I'll finish the write up, and then I'll post it on the internet and have people review it, and make sure that it makes sense for the rarity mm-hmm. and for the thing that it is. And and you know once. Once you've gotten some of that early feedback, are you then re- revising it to a final oh, yeah. form, yep. and then resending it back out and saying, "Guys, this is ready to be used for a yeah. better term." Exactly. Yeah. So my my typical process is um, I, I have I have a community of uh, Patreon supporters mm-hmm. um, at a certain tier and above on Discord, uh, which is which is uh, my instant messaging platform of choice, and uh, and and every day or every weekday now. I'll, I'll post I'll post an item for them to review, saying, "Hey, this is this is what I've got planned for tomorrow." That and it's that that includes um, you know like mechanics and here's the art and here's like some some flavor for it. Um, what do you guys think? And then we'll have a discussion saying, "Hey, like uh, I think I think that this spell might be more appropriate if it's used in this way, or maybe this mm-hmm. spell would be better for it, or yada yada yada." Um, and then after that, the following day, I'll post it onto Reddit onto my, onto my personal subreddit. Um, where it will go through a more community review um, and a larger scale for the for the next yep. four weekdays, and then after that, I'll post it to literally everywhere else. Gotcha, gotcha. And what are you getting? Are are you then getting feedback as it's being played in the real world? Now that you've gotten past that, hmm. are you social listening, or you know, does some is somebody writing you back and going, "Yeah, you may have went through all that, but it." 
it didn't really flow or like, like, is that, like what's starting to happen, you know, at that point? Yeah. That- uh, I'm curious to see how it's going to go with the book because that that's going to reach a different audience right. than I already have. Right. Um, nowadays what'll happen is I'll get like a comment on like a, like a several month old item and say, Hey, my players just use this and use it in this, in this particular way. Or they had this question about its mechanics. Um, like, how would you, how would you answer that? Um, you know, like how would you answer this question that my, that my players had, or like, is this intentional? Um, and sometimes that'll make me, uh, revise how it's written in order to address that. Um, and, and other times I'll say, well, you're the game master. Um, how did you run it? Like, (laughs) and I think, and, and however they run it is the right answer because, you know, essentially they're, they're omnipotent. Um, a lot of times, like something that I'll say is, is homebrew begets homebrew. And, and like what I'm doing is, is creating homebrew items, homebrew content. Um, I am not offended at all if somebody takes it and, and twists it and makes it fit their game perfectly. Like that's, I think that's great. Um, I'm, I'm I was happy to be that catalyst and provide that art for you in that Mm -hmm. case. Like that's great. Yeah. So. And are you finding that, cause this is not really in real time. So you're putting out a lot of this content, right? So you're, you know, weekly, right. I think you said, right. You're, you're putting yeah, out a well, lot it's, of it's every, it's every weekday. And then I have special stuff on Saturday and Sunday. Right. So you're putting out a lot. So are you finding that like people are getting back to you from like, I don't know, four months ago with something and there, and you're like, what did I draw? What, what? Uh, yeah. Okay. Oh, exactly. yeah, 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 yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> cause yeah, like sometimes, sometimes, I have, sometimes I have to reread the item. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> now that that's it. I remember most of them. It's only if they have like a really nitty gritty question, and yeah. if something if something is 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 raw R A W, which stands for rules as written, mm-hmm. um, as opposed to rules as intended. Um, uh, and and sometimes you have to kind of like split hairs and really like think about it. Um, but yeah, I'll I'll definitely like ch- I'll I'll go through my my various kind of comment history and say, oh, why are you messaging me from like all the way back then? And I'll <laughs> I'll go through and I'll read and, and I'll respond and make sure everything's okay. But. Gotcha. So where now, I mean, now that I kind of got a grasp of like what you're kind of been doing this, this world you've been creating online, when does this Kickstarter put it into a book, start entering the conversation of, I, I want to go do this. Like this, this is my next step with, with, with what I've been working on. Mm. Uh, <laughs> so the book has actually always been something that I wanted to do. Um, I was in a pretty uh, creatively a, a deprived or barren job um, when I first started working on the saddlebag. And uh, so th- this was like my, my evening creative outlet. Um, and uh, I was having so much fun. And, uh, and, and, and my, my partner here, she said, um, she said, uh, you know, if you're having so much fun, why don't you just do it every day and, and make like an Instagram account, make it a 365. <laughs> I thought that was a ridiculous idea because I have never been able to even come close to completing like one of those uh, like 30 day, like Inktober <laughs> challenges or whatever. Right, and, right. Um, and, but then, but then I was like, Oh, but then I could put them into a book right. and I'd be an author <laughs> and that just like, I, I wanted that. Like right. I wanted to be an author just like that. That sounds so cool to me. Um, so, so the drive was there and, and, and the passion was there and I, I loved doing it every day. So, um, so the book has always been, has always been the intention. Um, what the book covers is, is everything from the first item that I made to the 365th, which is the Griffin saddlebag itself. Um, and I, I apologize if, can you hear that little ding by the way? No, you didn't hear a ding. Okay. No, no, no. no. I apologize for messing my train of thought. Then. <laughs> okay. uh, my, my, I had an email come through and I didn't want to make sure that messed with your audio. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. All good. Um, so, um, so, so up until the 365th item and, um, 
my train of thought got oh. derailed. Yeah, no worries, um, no worries. Those dings, they, that's what they do to you. They, yeah, they, 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 they got me. Um, covers the three hundred sixty. Okay, um, so so because because the this book covers the first year, and that first year was was three hundred sixty five days of an of an item a day. Um, that ended back in November. So yeah. this is uh, you know almost six months since then. Um, so I have like another six months worth of content essentially. Right. So, um, so I'm already like well on my way to book two. Um, but with the amount of <laughs> work that this is taking, uh, it's probably going to be a couple years since I, since I put out a book two or when I put out, put out a book two, but that just means it's going to be like that much thicker. Right. 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 Um, so I, I, I love having physical products. I love, you know, being able to sign things for people. Like mm-hmm. that's like, what a joy, you know? Uh, and like being a part of somebody's like like adventures in real life is just uh, wonderful. So I'm very grateful to be able to have these books, and I can't wait to make more. I'm, yeah. I'm glad that I'm glad that I kind of got pushed out on <laughs> in this direction. Right now, now does the book is it just really just a collection of the work, or does it if you have this book change the way you use maybe something you made six months ago? Like, do you use it in a like, are you bringing this thing out at a game night if you're pl- sitting down and playing like a and 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 using it, or is it a coffee table or like you see what I'm saying? Like, are people like using this in a, in a new way as opposed to something they found your artwork on Reddit, you know, three months ago? Sure. Um, well, I mean, in the book, the the, the book the book can't really be updated, right? right. <laughs> so, so like this this book and the cards that go with it are kind of like the end all be all. This is the item. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you ever like if you get into a conversation with your player saying, "Hey, my item does this," and uh, and you say it's in, it says in the book, and then you check the book and it doesn't say that, you know, um, yeah, right, or or like or you know like, you, you misunderstood it, you know, it's it, it, this is this is like the the dictionary, I suppose, like it, it's it's just a, an official compendium of mm-hmm. everything. Okay. Um, some things, some things were changed a little bit here and there between like when they were originally put out digitally and now, um, just, you know, hindsight is 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, so being able to kind of like look at these items with a fresh set of eyes, make sure that they are really balanced, make sure that they are really like well and clearly written. Um, because I want to make sure that everybody who gets to use this is able to use it seamlessly, easily, and like want to incorporate into their game. Right. Um, so just uh, just uh, a final quality pass is really what is really what what everything in this book has gone through. Gotcha. What what has to, what had to start happening though to to collect all this stuff in terms of making sure the artwork is good good enough to be printed or colors and who's printing this like like how do you start putting those pieces together to to put this all sure. together? Well, I, I I have a history or I have a background in in design. Um. So so this was kind of old hat. Mm. Um, you know, I, over the course of the year, you know, I've made sure that all of my images are, are things that I'm proud of, at least at the time. Um, and I've got, I've become a better artist throughout the year. Um, but, um, which was part of the goal too. Um, but I think, you know, they're, they're all, they're all still, they're all still good and they're all still, you know, totally awesome to be printed. Um, so I, I've been kind of planning for this. The, the, this whole time and I've made sure that my various like type like typography styles are like all working together so that I can literally just take it and put it in the book yeah I mean like it does require a tremendous amount of, of like uh, layout and like redesigning and everything um, but largely like I've been kind of slowly preparing for this over the course of the year that's cool and so where then I guess 
does the Kickstarter now fit in? So the idea is there and you go, I want to use crowdfunding uh, sure. to, to launch this, this book, as opposed to just putting it on Reddit and selling it, right? Like, I mean, yeah. it might have been an option as well. So why does Kickstarter start entering your, uh, your mind? Well, Kickstarter was the perfect opportunity to, um, to, to, to potentially print as many books as possible in a single run. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, because the, the more, the, the, the more funds that you have, the more that you can put towards a, a bulk order of printing and get better rates on it. Right. right. Um, you know, cause it, you, you can, you can order, let's say a hundred books at let's say $25 a book, but you can order, um, uh, 10,000 books for $12 a book. Right. right. Um, so it was really just about, um, scaling and, mm -hmm. and, and seeing how many books I could afford to make. Um, and like I mentioned earlier, being able to afford printing, uh, these, these item decks, uh, right. decks of cards as well, um, which all have, you know, like a, a certain amount of upfront costs in order to get them, to get them made. Um, so yeah, it was really about seeing how excited the community was, um, and, and how, how many that I, I could print and, and make available to people. Um, yeah, it was, it, was, it was a bit of a test to see like, okay, well, I think this is pretty cool. I think that a lot of other people think so too, but let, let, let's, you know, let's see. Let's really see. Let's right. see how many of these I can make. Yeah. Do you have, what are the rules around, um, yeah, is Dungeons and Dragons would be considered like an open source game, correct? Like, like Ooh, you can good just question. make stuff for it or do you? Kind of. Okay. So, they have in previous editions made it so you can play with anything in the book and, and, you know, whatever um, that has led to some legal issues with them with mm -hmm. wizards of the coast. So what, so what they have now is um, a return to, to, to the, uh, the open gaming license and, and everything, um, everything within the, the SRD, which is the, the systems referenced document. It might just be system. I think it's system singular reference document. Um, can be used as part of the open gaming license. So what that means is um, I have, I, like there, there's a, a, a large PDF um, or websites that kind of parse it out for you um, that, that say, hey, like this spell is something that you can use. It's within the SRD, but this one isn't. Hmm. Or like, or, or, or this like ability or this, or this monster is in the SRD, but this one isn't. Um, so, so there, there are some things that I have to kind of be a little bit creative in order, in order to kind of work around or, 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 um, create or like kind of parrot similar effects, you know, but without plagiarizing and, you know, sure. being a bad person. Um, so, uh, there, there are definitely, there are definitely some things that you have to kind of dance with. Um, but they are fairly generous with, with the, um, uh, uh, uh scope of things that they, that right. you can use. Jeez. Yeah. I didn't even, that seems, this seems like that's intense. That, that's, that, that could be a lot of stuff in there. It's, um, you know, what? it's, it, it is a little bit nerve wracking. Yeah. Um, one of the, one of the things that I really love about, about the community is its dedication to keeping things, um, free and accessible. Mm -hmm. So for a lot of the, so for most people, honestly, it's not an issue because so long as you're not, you know, profiting from making this content, you can, you know, you can, you can put it wherever you want. Right. Right. Um, but it's only, it's only in like with a handful of people, um, that really have to be careful about what they do. Um, um, and, and, and because, because of those limitations, um, it, it's made some people a little uncomfortable in the community. Mm -hmm. Um, whenever, whenever somebody, um, 
tries to make a living doing, you know, with, with something that you feel very passionately about, mm. um, you know, it can, it can scare some people sure. um, and rightfully so. So I've, I've always tried to be very, very gentle and very careful with how I handle um, this content. And I don't just like take it and run with it and, and, and abuse it. Right. Um, so, so I do, I do what I can to, to, um, stay within, within the confines of, of the SRD. Um, and, and, uh, just make, make content available for everybody. Yeah. That's cool. Interesting. Well, let's, let's flip over to the actual like, Kickstarter itself. Sure. So, I mean, we haven't even really talked numbers quite yet, but I mean, you raised over $660,000 at, but also you had uh, almost 8,500 backers. That's a, that's a lot of, yeah. that's, that's a lot of backers. It's pretty crazy. Um, so what was some of the metrics maybe that you were looking for be- before you hit that launch button, specifically with the Kickstarter? I mean, now that you know that you wanted to do it and stuff, but like, were you looking for something, bef- you know, emails or interests, followers before you hit that launch button? Are you asking like what I was, like, what was I expecting to get out of it? No, no, no. Like, like, were there any metrics you were looking for in pre-launch that oh, told you you were ready? You know, so like, oh. I want to have 5,000 emails, 100 emails, an Instagram sure. following, which some, it sounds like you probably had a lot of this stuff because you were building over the year. But, yeah. you know, for, for some people that they're starting a campaign, which is most of my listeners, they might not know some of that stuff. So, yeah. Um, there really wasn't a certain number that I was looking for. I I actually had the 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 date set um, back in September or October for March 12th when I launched. Mm-hmm. Um, so like a full six months out. Uh, and that, that gave me time to align with various like sponsors and um, start working up the, like starting like the very early designs of the book, just, you know, because as soon, as soon as you have to start answering messages and comments on Kickstarter every day, it really starts eating into your work hours. Mm. Um, and it, it, like, when, when you're changing gears in your, in your brain that much too, it kind of slows you down anyway, yeah. right? So I wanted to make sure that I had as, as secure and as good a head start as possible. Um, I, I wasn't looking for a particular follower amount. I don't collect emails. Um, it just, I, it was time. It, I mean, like it was, yeah, it was time. Yeah. Well, so. I say that sometimes too, that there is this sort of like, you just kind of know you're seeing yeah. comments, you're seeing conversation. Like it's, it, you know, it, the, your problem is that when you launch something and there's just nothing, right. There's yeah, no, crickets. you know, that's when I, you start I, marketing. That's the issue, right? Sure. So, yeah. I, I mean, like that being said, I had been getting comments and questions for like six months leading up to the end of the year. So like six months right. into the pro in, into the, into the, to the project saying, Hey, when are you selling your book? um so i i knew that there was interest in you and i've been talking about it you know it's 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 there on my patreon saying hey like at the end of the first year um there will be a book right um so it it has always been a part of the conversation and something that people have you know been looking forward to um and i think i think actually making them wait longer than than like the end of the year if, if i launched the kickstarter at at the end of the saddlebag year uh, which was November second, I want to say, mm-hmm. um, uh, or sixth, depending on on what on, my, on where you follow. Um, the uh, <laughs> um, I don't think that the excitement would have been there. I think sure. I think there is some value of making people wait and kind of building up hype and anticipation. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And, and I think I think that this campaign benefited benefited from it in some to some degree. Gotcha, gotcha. What was the thing maybe during the campaign that kept you up at night? What was the what, what was like? Was there anything eating at you that you that, that you were that you were not terribly? About? And and part part of that's because I, I did take so long to like kind of lead up into it. Um, I also have. Um, I, I do have a consultant for it, which is again like my, my partners at the Deck of Many. They they have run a very successful Kickstarter campaign mm-hmm. as well, um, that really kind of like catapulted their company, and um, uh, and and I I'm friends with them at this point, and and I wanted their insight, and they've been very helpful. Um, I think that there is absolutely value of of having someone who, if if you are not a numbers person, having somebody who is like numbers savvy. Mm. Um, I think there's absolutely value in there. Gotcha. Um, so, so because, because I had somebody backing me up, you know, and could, sh- and, and, and like had given me spreadsheets that calculated saying, Hey, if you charge this much, you will have this much left over. And, you know, like everybody's like taking this percentage or this percentage or this percentage or this percentage. Um, uh, I, I felt, I felt confident. Um, the, the biggest thing leading up to the Kickstarter that, that kept me up at night was the, um, was saying, okay. I have no idea how to keep track of all these numbers. I am terrified that I'm going to launch this Kickstarter and then end up losing money. Sure. Um, you know, and, and I had been like, I was spending money, the money that I had to get like sponsorships anyway. So I, I didn't really, I, I didn't have, uh, I didn't, it wasn't feasible for me to somehow magically owe like $50,000 in printing <laughs> costs or something like that right. was not an option. <laughs> right. Um, so, so the, um, so, so the big thing leading up to it was that concern. Like, am I, am I making sure that, that my bases are covered, that I'm charging enough? Um, or like, am I charging too much? Like what, like what is the mm-hmm. sweet spot um, to make sure that, that backers are happy and that I can, you know, not go to jail, right. um, which, which some people have like, mm-hmm. and that, that's what scares me. You know, yeah. like that some people have gotten into financial trouble with Kickstarter. Um, people think that, you know, it's just like very easy. Hey, ask for money, get money, <laughs> use money. No. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, it's, it, it's, it's, yeah, yeah. It requires a lot of kind of like, like planning and being very comfortable with, with, you know, you have to be able to really feel comfortable projecting where these dollars are going. Yeah. So, and, and this was a project, correct me if I'm wrong, this was a worldwide project. I mean, it, it kind of had to be, right? You were, you were yeah. shipping globally. Yeah. I mean, which, which, which made some people very upset. The one, one thing that I do regret was, was, was not, um, looking around for a better worldwide, um, fulfillment partner. Mm, yeah. My, my fulfillment partner is awesome in the States. Um, but you know, there are a lot of people on this planet and many <laughs> of them don't live in the United States. Um, so, uh, I don't think that I was expecting quite so many backers. So I didn't think that I didn't think that the 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 barrier to entry with the with the shipping costs would be as pronounced as it was. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but yeah, yeah. So so it is it is worldwide, but it is a little prohibitive to to ship to Australia, for example. Right, right. That's what I was wondering is, is how you might have or maybe how you're navigating because I will tell you that I've killed companies because we didn't have our shipping in order, <laughs> right? Like, yeah. you know, where we just, we thought we had it and, you know, the box didn't quite fit or the, you know, mm. it's like, oh my gosh, we got to now buy more boxes and wh- where is that nice. 20 grand coming from or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean, like, so I was just wondering how you sort of navigated through this, um, you to that, through that worldwide uh, shipping conundrum that we all have yeah. at some point. Um, 
I didn't. I got lucky. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I have learned that, you know, going forward, I'll, I'll be able to, to pick. Um, I mean, like my, my current partner is very kind and very nice and I like them. Um, but with something of this scale and with this kind of worldwide audience, um, I don't think that it's necessarily the right fit for, for future projects. Right. 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 Yeah. Um, that's, yeah. Yeah. And that starts to happen too. So, um, you know, what was happening or what did you find was like the biggest success marketing wise that you were doing? Was, were you running Facebook ads or was it just email? Well, I guess you don't collect emails. Was it just your communities that you built on Instagram or Reddit? I mean, was it just that really that time or was it the Kickstarter community? Cause I know, cause you, you were in the board game one, right? I think, yeah, you were under, um, tabletop game, excuse me. Um, so were you finding that the Kickstarter community was really behind this as well? Um, definitely from the onset, uh, I, I, I only, I only advertised in two places and, and both those were sponsorships, like sponsoring someone else's D and D related content. Mm. Um, uh, my, my friends at the deck of many did, did use their emails, like their, their, their email, um, lists in order, in order to, to push out some, like some, um, awareness and, and they, they, they wound up tracking it about like, I think 10 to 12%, mm. um, uh, which is like super cool. Um, but a lot of it, a lot of it was Instagram. A lot of it was Reddit. Um, I'm sure some of it was Twitter as well, but I, I, I have, I have the, the, the biggest and most active communities on, on Reddit and Instagram. Mm. Um, I, I know that, 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 it being uh, well received on Kickstarter was also due just to the the generosity and the excitement of the tabletop community. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have a lot. I mean, I, I got a lot of love for them too. But that that was kind of something that I couldn't have planned for. Right, right. Did you have to make a decision at all between the category as opposed to being a book? Um, no, uh, it was. <laughs> I don't think it was actually that's up to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, this the tabletop game one is. I think it's the number one category now on on Kickstarter. It, it's a. It wouldn't surprise me. I'm trying yeah. to remember. Actually, it was it was it was a bit of a blur when I was setting that up. Uh, no, I didn't have to choose. I think I think yeah, I, I had that choice, and I was like, oh no, it's a tabletop game for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's cool. It's cool. So, what does this next year look like to get the book out to backers to yeah. fulfill orders? What what is that looking like for you right now? Um, well, uh, I'm finishing up the book. And I mean, I'm still like making daily content. And then after I make that daily content, I then move to the book and to the other things that I have to produce. Um, the book is in really good shape. Um, I'm hoping to get the PDF out to, uh, to printers like very shortly after, um, after the pledge manager finishes, like mm-hmm. after that phase. Yeah. Um, so like the first phase is, is going to be getting the pledge manager up allowing people to to tack on like extra cards or deck boxes or, or saddlebag totes, that kind of thing. Um, and then at the end of that phase, at the, at the very tail end of, of May, being able to, you know, like you, using, using all this wind up time, like both during the Kickstarter and like through the second, like through, through, through this like phase with backer kit, um, using, using that wind up time to make sure that I have all my ducks in a row so that as soon as I get like the final tally of like who wants what, and and how many funds that I have to a lot of those things, um, I'll be able to just like start emailing saying, like, hey, like, hey, I know, like, th- th- thanks for waiting for me for the past, you know, however many months, because I, I have all my manufacturers lined up um, here. Like, this is the order. This is the design. Um, uh, based on the quote that you gave me before, we're still good. Yada, yada, yada. And just kind of like hit right. go everywhere. Yeah. Um, 
I do have some more, like I, I have some, some digital things that I'm putting out into the universe. Um, and that'll be coming out probably over the summer or something like that. So as, so as soon as I get like all the physical things in motion, largely that's kind of out of my hands because as soon as those, as soon as those, those things are finished making at their various intervals, um, they will go to the fulfillment center where they will sit until they're all there. Right. Um, uh, so after 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 physical things get moving, I'll work on the digital, and then after that, I'll make sure that everybody's getting what they ordered, and just kind of do customer support and support, you know, that 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 kind of thing. Right. And what, like for you, what does this next five years look like? Is this something that you just see yourself? I have multiple books. I have all kinds of products, multiple deck things. I mean, like, is that what you're pushing yes. towards? Something along those lines. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll 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 do this until I physically can't. <laughs> Is there is there no end though in terms of like uh, imagination around, you know, uh, we have come up with every like. Is there a day <laughs> literally where everything we've, we've come up with everything? <laughs> um, did, did we make the soccer ball that could come back to? <laughs> yes, yes, we made the yes, soccer we did. ball. We have been twice. We, we also made, made we, we also made the basketball and the baseball <laughs> right, and the right, tennis ball. Right, right, right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, the. Uh, Honestly, I don't know. Like, I think, I think someday in the future, when, when, when that becomes an issue, um, there will be new D&D material out that we can riff with. Mm. Um, you know, uh, fifth edition has been out for, I think, six years now coming up wow. on. Um, and, and they've teased at the idea of like 5.5 edition or six. And, and it, it, it's, it's all going to be backwards compatible, presumably, because mm. fifth edition has done so well. Um, so I feel very confident in the fact that like that 5e is like the place to be like for now in the future. Um, and as, as wizards of the coast, you know, continues to expand upon this game. So too will my options. Um, and, and, you know, I, I have a very colorful and, and, um, excited community who's like always eager to be talking about, Hey, like, what about this or this? Or like, how can we, how can we work with this? Or, Hey, did you see this, this one movie or this one show? How about this character with this thing that they did? Mm-hmm. Um, like, yeah, like, is, is, there, is there something that can work with that? Uh, I, I think I think that imagination is boundless. I think I would, I would be kind of sad if, if, if I got tapped out after five years. Um, I mean, because at this point, it's not just me. I, I know I'm, I work with a lot of people, you know, to kind of like generate ideas. Mm-hmm. I'm just the person who, who who writes them and illustrates them and kind of cares for them. Um, but I think I think that I think that that as the game gets stronger and the community gets stronger, the items will too. And I, I don't think, I don't think there's an end in sight. That's cool. Very, very cool. Well, uh, so I've been finishing up all these interviews since we've all been locked inside uh, with with like a little bit of a lightning round here. Sure. That has nothing to do with uh, with the uh, our, our products and what we're doing. So my first question is, uh, what yeah. have you been watching uh, online? What's, 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 uh, what's piqued your interest? Sure. Um, there, there are a few Twitch streamers that I always watch. Okay. Uh, shout outs to Future Man Gaming <laughs> and uh, 360 Chrism and Gunner Maniac. Uh, typically all Pokemon or Mario things. Um, I'm a Pokemon nerd. Okay. Uh, terribly so. Um, in terms of like streaming on like Hulu or Netflix, I've uh, been watching a lot of uh, Bob's Burgers. But that, oh, yeah. That's a bit of a classic. Yeah. Um, <laughs> a bit of a guilty pleasure is uh, is Food Wars right now, which, oh, okay. is, a, uh, which, is, which is an anime. 
uh, about about cooking. And as somebody who just can spend entire days in front of the Food Network channel, uh, but also has has a soft spot for uh, for, for for goofy hijinks and animes, um, it, it really it really kind of scratches an itch. It's nice. Okay. All right. How about uh, have you read any books lately? No. I've, I've, I've read the, I've read the D and D books cover to cover numerous times <laughs> okay, um, all right. out of necessity, all but right. no, I, I, I enjoy reading. Uh, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for Pat Rothfuss to make a third book. Okay. Gotcha. All right. How about, um, about podcasts outside of this one? I know you listen to this podcast all the time, oh, but is there a podcast yeah. that you're, uh, that you're, uh, a, a listener to all the time? I actually, uh, this is this isn't, this isn't a good answer, and I'm sorry. I don't listen to podcasts really. Okay. And hey, and the fun. reason is is that like the only time that I would listen to them is while I'm working, and I can't have that kind of right. conversation yeah, yeah. going on. Like even like the like, the streams that I mentioned, I have them on mute, <laughs> or like very low. Right. Because because if if I start feeling as though like somebody's talking to me or around me, yeah. like my my attention is immediately split, and <laughs> right, I, right. I will do a lousy job at whatever I'm doing. And right now, I need to concentrate a lot. <laughs> okay, all right. And my last one is uh, how about um how about like a movie? Have you watched a movie that that uh, that you really enjoyed? Oh, um, man, I, I have some staples that I watch over and over again, but nothing really terribly new. Uh, yeah, nothing, nothing new. Um, one, ones that I watch on repeat with some frequency are like Summer Wars, Redline, which are both um, uh, animes. Um, I watch uh, Star Trek Into Darkness way more than <laughs> most people do. Um, Tron Legacy is another one that I watch a lot. Um, and and I, I did mention earlier that, 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 that me and my partner did just watch through um, all the Harry Potter movies. Right, okay. That's a lot. That's a long time. That's a, that's a lot of Harry Potter time to get through. Yeah, it is. Right. It, well, yeah. we, we did it. We did it over, over um, a week, you know, okay. and we do, yeah. we do like one or two a night. Right. Right. Awesome. Well, where, where can people kind of dive into your world? If this is the first time they're learning about what you're working on, just how do they dive in? Where do you want to send people sure. outside of the uh, Kickstarter? Um, well, they can find me on uh, Instagram or Twitter uh, or Facebook actually. Although, although that that's a bit more new um, to really, to really get a good idea of it, I'd recommend either Reddit or, or Instagram. Um, you can Google uh, the Griffin's Saddlebag, and you can find me virtually anywhere that that suits you. Um, that is the, and uh, Griffin is G R I F F O N S, spelled differently than my name. Mm-hmm. Um, saddlebag. Uh, there's also the GriffinSaddlebag.com, which will, which will uh, point you to literally literally anywhere that you'd want to go. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Griffin, I appreciate you taking time out of your day. I know you're a busy guy. Uh, you probably <laughs> got to get back to sketching, drawing, doing something there. Um, and I appreciate you talking uh, to my listeners cause this is a phenomenal campaign. You hit an absolute grand slam and, uh, and you got a really cool thing going on here. And uh, I'm, I'm really glad we could connect. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me, Jeff. It was awesome. Awesome. Thanks so much, man. I appreciate it. Yeah. Take care. Have a good one. Stay safe. We'll do you too. All right. How about that conversation with Griffin? I told you we got into a lot of stuff, a lot of topics, um and man he's doing some cool stuff man i can't imagine making art every single day for like you know drawing being a one-man band like he is if you want to check out griffin setup um his like work setup make sure you go over to the youtube channel and check that out because this guy's a pro man and i love it too um i just want to acknowledge it because i love when you know he's so prepared and you can just tell the, the type of entrepreneur he is um, that when he got got a little off off of maybe script is the wrong word, but got off a little bit because he got that distracted and, and yet he had to go and find his voice again. 
you know, that's the stuff that I love when you see like that human side of stuff and you can see how much he's put together and how much of a pro he is. And you see where those are the things that are like the, the, the tangibles that I can't, um, you know, some people just don't have them, right? Like they're so in their head or they're, they're, they just don't have it. I don't know what else, to, you know, it's not everybody's a superstar in this crowdfunding space. And you can tell that Griffin really is. He, that's why he's raised what he has. And that's why this campaign was successful. And that's why he's going to, I bet you'd be able to, to be able to build these communities that he's talked about in, in the episode. So, um, Again, Griffin, thanks so much for taking time out of your day. Again, if, if this is your, your, your uh, you're just hanging out with us, thanks again. Make sure you go leave a review. Um, you know, uh, make sure you're hitting the subscribe button. If you're getting ready to launch a campaign, hit the consultation button. Pick a time out of my calendar. Let's chat. Um, and then again, if you want to join our Discord channel, by all means, shoot me an email. I'd love to have you, and I'd love to move our conversations over there where you're going to be really, literally chatting with myself, Sean, Aaron, all of us, and a whole bunch of different people in our community here. So, all right, the song we're listening to is a song called Radio. It's off the Sugar People's Sugar Roses collection. Go over to Spotify now. You can pick that up and uh, do some listening. But, um, all right, guys, I'll talk to you all on Thursday. I hope you guys have a great next couple days, and uh, hope you had a great weekend, and I'll talk to you all soon. Fixing them with two bandages Reach back and grab your life again Escape the pressure from the Addictions force in my head Mindless words I understand The song